1: <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy, only in theatres May 3rd. We did PG-13. So we better uh, stop those text messages just for the moment. Benny Jones uh, used to be on this show, Sports Day. He's over in Qatar, I think on a holiday or a junket. We'll find out. Benny, hello, mate. <laughs> G'day, Jase.
2: How are you, mate? Yeah, uh, well, I'm calling it a holiday. It is dead set of junket, so there's no... Um, there's no getting around that fact, but uh, what a junket it's been. And, um, yeah, since I last spoke, uh, I think, with, um, with uh, Sats and Badger about a week ago, uh, a bit's happened, um, particularly absolutely. with the Socceroos. Some good, um, a little bit bad, but um, mostly exciting. So we're really pumped for what uh, lies in wait over the next sort of 36 hours.
1: Before we get on to the football, I've got a couple of questions I need to ask. Is it true that beer is 100 bucks? Sure. Uh, absolutely incorrect. No, no,
2: it's... it's It's not a hundred bucks, and I don't know where that rumor started. It was quite a quite a humorous rumor, and um, we we discovered pretty quickly uh, that no, if if you if you're a decent and savvy shopper, um, you can get a beer for anywhere between and we're talking a pint of beer, schooner of beer for anywhere between fourteen to twenty Australian dollars. So if anyone's been out and about in in Sydney or Melbourne or any of the capital cities of late, if you're getting much change out of a twenty for a pint, anyway, you're doing well. So it's it's obviously a bit on the pricey side, but Hey, um, you know that's just the way it is over here. So we're, we're making do, and um, plenty of plenty of twenty dollar uh, scooters were consumed after the win against Tunisia. I can guarantee you that.
1: Yeah, of course, you Victorians would love to pay twenty bucks for a. Uh, It'll be a midi as well, wouldn't it? It'd be a ten ounce surf <laughs> uh, by a bloke with a scarf, cravat, and a hair bun. One other thing: accommodation. What's it like?
2: Yeah, uh, look, uh, we've been pretty fortunate and and I'm happy to admit that obviously based on this uh, trip that I'm involved with and the the fan delegation, we've been put up in some some pretty decent digs, Uh, nothing special. I think it'd be your sort of old sort of three-star type uh, set up back home. Uh, We've we've got a bed, we've got running hot water, we've got air conditioning, we've got a kitchen, we've got a laundry. Can't complain. Uh, I have heard some ordinary stories from those probably less fortunate that have been sent out into the fan villages and the... uh, the much-talked-about shipping containers in the middle of the desert. Um, there's been a few sort of uh, bits of feedback I've received to say that they're not really ideal for what people are paying. But, um, yeah, I guess that's the thing you have when, you, when you're when bringing 1.2 million people into a city of, you know, just a tick over 3 million. Um, the infrastructure probably wasn't quite ready, but they've done the best they can. And, look, people are just getting by, getting on with it, having a smile, getting to the football, enjoying the tournaments. And... Um, yeah, I'm sure in the wash-up there'll probably be a few more horror stories that will come out. But I, for one, um, am extremely grateful, and I'm not complaining one bit.
0: Now, Benny Jones, you were there watching Australia versus Tunisia's early goal. They had to hold on. They had to be so disciplined mm. with their defence. Harry Souter mm. was outstanding with that last glitch tackle. Oh. Um, yep. What were the scenes like?
2: Yep. Yes, that's good to talk to you, mate. Look, it's um, it, it, Looking back on that whole day, uh, yeah, it was it was just uh, the perfect World Cup experience. Uh, we started off with a, a breakfast of champions. One of our roommates put the, the, the fried eggs and a bit of, um, well, it was turkey bacon over here. It was a bit different. And um, that was a good start to the day with a couple of uh, Heinekens to wash it down. But getting to the ground, um, I'm just trying to think of what I could compare it to, but Yeah, we were so outnumbered. It was a sea of red. Um, The Tunisian fans are loud and they're boisterous. And they were very, very kind and polite. There was no issues in regards to that. But we we were just drowned out. We were never going to be able to compete with them in the stands. So we were hoping that our uh, 11 boys on the park could do the job for us. And, and yeah, you're spot on. Uh, Cracking goal from Mitch Duke uh, and and a great celebration to go with it. And then it was just a bit of... What does Arnie call it? That Aussie DNA, a bit of grit and determination. Harry Sutar was massive. Aaron Moy in the middle was just brilliant, controlling the, the, the sort of uh, proceedings. And, and, and Matty Ryan in goals was, was rock solid. They didn't have too many looks, um, probably mostly because of Harry Soutar and his performance. But, yeah, to hold on like that, um, a 1-0 win to keep our hopes of progressing alive... Um, And, you know, as I said, against the odds and certainly um, outnumbered in the stands. uh, It was just a really sweet experience. And, you know, 16 years between drinks for me, seeing Australia win at a World Cup. And I think it was, yeah, the first one since 2010. So uh, it's been a long way, but boy, it was worth it.
0: Benny, uh, you've got a foot in both camps. Wales playing England our time early early tomorrow morning. And you've got Welsh (laughs) blood as well. Big tattoo on your... On your yep. body as well, yep. Welsh tattoo. And, uh, of course, Australia. But outside of, outside of Wales and Australia, who have been the best fans? Or the most interesting fans?
2: Yeah, good yeah, good, good. question. Uh, and, yeah, it's probably the only tattoo I've got fat that you approve of. I know you're not a huge fan of my others, so thanks for um, referencing that. You've it's, got one of the worst tattoos you've ever seen. on my ankle. So. Really? Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> okay, <all right>. <laughs> so... <laughs> So getting to your question, uh, Scotland. Uh, yeah, no, it's um, it, it's the, the great melting pot of, of fans at a World Cup is one of the great features of the tournament and why I encourage and urge anyone who's thought about attending, um, you know, uh, get there if you can, because it is just an amazing experience. The best fans for colour and noise and excitement are always the African nations. So here at the moment, we've got Ghana. We've actually got a, a delegation from Cameroon staying with us and they are just, they are just non-stop. They've got the drums, the... They've got the symbols, they've got um, all the colour uh, and the, the, the outfits that they wear. and they, they are superb. Senegal, likewise. So they've been amazing. Anytime you interact with them, uh, you know you're in for a good time. Last night, went to see Brazil take on Switzerland. The trains were full of Brazilians and they just do not stop chanting. Of course, it's, you know, it's said often it's a religion in Brazil uh, and they just bring a party atmosphere wherever they go. Um, but look, you know, interaction with fans, there haven't really been any that, that have uh, put us offside or you've thought, geez they're, they're a bit hard to, to deal with. All are unique, all bring their own skill set and, and their positives. And, and that's, that's what, as I said, you don't get it with any other events in the world, even the Olympics, I don't think, compares. 32 nations converge in one spot and it's just, um, yeah, it's just a colour, um, a colourful experience full of amazing people all here to enjoy some football.
1: Before we get to uh, the Socceroos in Denmark, Benny, uh, tomorrow morning, our time, uh, 1am Queensland time, Ecuador, Senegal, and at the same time, Qatar versus Netherlands, and then 5am tomorrow morning, Queensland time, 6am Sydney time, Iran versus USA and Wales versus England. We have those matches, and then tomorrow night, Thursday morning, we wake up at 1am Queensland time to watch the Socceroos the chances against Denmark. Um, will it be a similar game plan? Do you think we'll go out, try and score early and then defend for the rest of the match?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Look, I, I think it's, it's one of those situations where uh, we, you know, we have our destiny in our own hands, which is sort of pretty rare for the Socceroos. We're not often in that position. So we know a win guarantees us a passage through a draw. Uh, yep, it, it can work. We then sort of have to rely on the French getting the job done against Tunisia. And let's keep in mind, France are through. So, yeah, they, they don't have essentially much to play for uh, and will probably rotate their squad. That said, it is France. They are the world champs, and I still think they're too good for Tunisia. So if we, if we take it on face value that they get the job done, we win, we draw, we're through. But what we also have in our favour is Denmark need to win. They know they have to win. So they've got to come out and play. And, and, and attack, and that may then leave them a little bit vulnerable uh, to us getting down the other end, maybe on the counter and scoring. Ideally, you're right, Jase, if we could nab a goal early, uh, it just gives us that little bit of uh, breathing space and confidence. Um, but as we know with the Socceroos, nothing's ever easy. Um, we will defend Stoutly. They are, a, they are a wonderful side, Denmark. Some are predicting you know, if they can get to the knockouts, they're one of those teams that could be a dark horse and go really deep. Christian Eriksen from Manchester United is a superstar of the world game. Uh, they've got, um, yeah, as I said, some, some really good players that um, that will make it tough for us. They've got, um, you know, Casper in goal, who's, um, you know, one of the one of the leading goalkeepers in the world. Of course, won a Premier League title at Leicester, so it's going to be really hard. Um, we met them at the last World Cup, drew one all, to take I think we take that result in a heartbeat. But as we showed against Tunisia, if we can get our noses in front. Uh, and we could have quite easily scored more than one against Tunisia, had a little luck on our way. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, growing confidence that we can get it done, but we're not kidding ourselves. Denmark are, um, are a superb side. and I think ranked 10 or 11 in the world. So it's going to need something special from Arnie's boys, but hey, we did it once. Why can't we do it again?
0: Yeah. So before that, you get to don your beloved Welsh, your daffodils and leeks and red yep. kites and Welsh harps <laughs> and all those sorts of things. And, and cheer on the Welsh against England tomorrow yep. morning, Benny. So uh, thanks for joining us again.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, no worries. Because I am looking really looking forward to that. I mean, the Wales show up against it. England probably going to be too strong. But having heard the anthem twice over the past week, um, you know, hairs on the back of the neck standing up. I'm going full sacks. You'll love this. I'm going full Welsh nuffy today. Today I've got the kit. I've got the scarf. I've got the hat. Um, and I've got the tat. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be Welsh for at least um, at least the night. And then I'll re... Convert back to my uh, my born and bred Aussie bloodlines and cheer the Socceroos on. But always great chatting with you boys. Uh, I'm sure, like everyone else in Australia, you'll be up nice and early uh, tomorrow no. morning. To um, yeah,
1: I will be. I will soccer. be Benny. But Baden said no, they no, will be getting now. up because de- the ah. SCN
0: call has been great. So I'm going to get up and yep. listen to that. So I will be getting up and listening to the, the Danish. Rubbish. We've
1: just learnt that the Denmark are the Danes. Is that what it is? Well, we're trying yeah. to work it cuz we're the Socceroos. What a what a Denmark known is. So we've got Richard here he yeah. says the Danes are called the cherries, love a cherry danish, or the great Danes. Uh, okay. or the exciting red and whites. That's in not really Danish exciting, though. is it? Can you confirm any of those uh, for us Benny?
2: Well, I hope they're not the great Danes tomorrow but no, I I, I haven't heard them described in such terms around here, but I'm sure we'll, we'll hear a couple flying around at the stadium tomorrow. So, Beauty. yeah, hopefully they're just the subpar mediocre day tomorrow <laughs> uh, and, um, yeah, the Socceroos can, uh, can can prove that on the park. And we'll do our very best to um, to match it with them in the stands. So, yeah, it's an exciting time to head. And then Good stuff. on the Big Bird home, um, to my very... Standing wife, so hopefully uh, if she hasn't changed the locks on me. and I can um, get a good night's sleep back in Australia on a decent mattress.
1: <laughs> All right, mate. Take care. Thanks for taking our call tonight on Sports Day.
2: Always a pleasure, Jay. Pat, um, enjoy the game. Thanks, lads. There goes Benny Jones
1: in Qatar.
0: You know he's. You know what he wants to do before he's fifty. He wants to be a. He wants to get up and do a stand-up comic section. Yeah. Wow. Just That's one a, of his a bucket list, Yeah. Okay. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And don't forget, you can listen to Sports Day every day from Monday to Thursday, 6 p.m. or 5 p.m. Queensland time.